And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio with your host, Ramona Trevino. Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment and helping people see and be the blossoms in life. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and listeners like you. This week's guest is Daniel Kinoshita. Now here's Ramona. Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. Today, I'm really excited to be able to introduce to you Daniel Kinoshita. Um, I met Daniel years ago when I needed some counseling, and he's just awesome. Awesome counselor, awesome person, awesome man of God. Um, he is now a licensed marriage family therapist. Um, he has a special emphasis on helping couples navigate relational challenges, as well as providing premarital counseling, which a lot of us need when we get to that place. He holds numerous degrees and is currently a doctoral student at North Central University. He was born and raised in California. He served in the U.S. Army, Army Reserves. He's dedicated to service by being a chaplain for the uh, VFW. Um, he's a proud Japanese American with strong ties to many communities in his area. He's a new author, so that's why I have him here, so that he can talk about his new book. And I'm excited for him to to share that with you. So at this point, I'm just going to introduce you. Daniel, how are you? Ramona, I am doing great, and I am super, super excited to be with you. Uh, just connecting with you. It's been a while, and uh, I just feel very blessed to just be able to be here on the show with you today. Oh, I'm excited to be able to share you with everybody. You know, I didn't get to tell you this before we prayed, but, you know, years ago when, when I started the radio back in 2018, that we had a couple words of prophecy, and they actually came true. I had somebody from New York call me and say, hey, I got this word for you. Um, and I want you to write it down. Your show, even though you feel like it's insignificant there in California, it's going to actually go to the from the West Coast to the East Coast. And I'm like, wow, that would be great. Well, lo and behold, a few months later, I started getting a lot of calls from people from the East Coast wanting to be on the show. So then it was on the East Coast. Well, then a little bit later, I had somebody say, hey, Ramon, I have a word for you. Your show's going to start going outside the borders. And so I was super excited because then all of a sudden I had a call from someone from British Columbia and Jamaica, Bahamas. I'm like... Wow. And so, you know, and then being on um, KERI here in Bakersfield, that can be picked up by a lot of people locally and then also on the app and then Elevation Radio working with Shani. I mean, it's just been amazing. But she, I think I was at 200 different countries already. And the last time she sent me the report, I mean, it's just, it's just amazing what God does. You know, it's amazing. And when we do what God asks us to do, because, you know, sometimes like, you know, in writing your book, you said, you know, 31 years of marriage is just amazing. And, and you know, I bet you like me when I start writing, it's like you would think like someone said, God, you should write a book. I bet you heard people say that to you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I have over the years and this book literally was, has been in the making for years. I think I originally said two years, but it's probably been more like five to eight years and you know just a step at a time and not really at first you know just like anybody else you know just the nerve-wracking experience of can i actually do this and <laughs> and i know i can't do it in my own strength right so and that's where i you know prayer comes in and saying you know i humble myself out and 
I'm just going to go for it. You know, and I started writing and a little bit at a time, lots of encouragement um, from my, from my wife and my children, lots of conversations and uh, finally got it done. That's Here, we Here we are. So let's go ahead and I'm going to turn over the platform to you. Why don't you go ahead and talk about your book is called Overdate. Um, maybe you can share a little bit about your journey, maybe how you got to, maybe a little bit about your testimony to Christ, and then what sure. led you to want to write this book? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I was born and raised in, in, in Gilroy, like I said, a small small community. Uh, my wife and I were actually born in the hospital there in Gilroy, which is unique. Wheeler um, Hospital. <laughs> yeah, Wheeler, Wheeler <laughs> Hospital, right, exactly. So, um have really strong ties to the community. Grew up, uh, you know, went to all all the schools in Gilway pretty much. Um, and because you were in education, you probably know all those schools: El Roble, Glenview, you know, uh, South Valley Junior High, Gilway High School. And just grew up in the community. Really, um, you know, I, I was raised by educators. My dad was a high school teacher. You know, as long as I can remember, my mom ran a preschool. And you know, I, I grew up. Um, Part of my testimony really is I was bullied a lot in, as a young person, especially for my nationality being Japanese and Mexican, and that really affected my self-esteem. And so my my self-worth, I would say, even though I didn't show it on the outside and the inside, was was pretty low. So I went through high school, and and then I eventually, you know, I was, was not doing too well in school. I didn't have any uh, direction. I ended up going to, uh, going to the military to kind of get away from the party lifestyle. And I was raised a Christian. I was raised in the church, and my my parents were always um, exposing us to think the things of God. But I didn't have a relationship with God. And then when I got into the military, it was there that I met a gentleman that just kind of lived a lifestyle. I was like, man, I want to be like this guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, went to went to his church, and there I gave my life to Christ. And during that time, uh, back home in Gilroy, my sister uh, Debbie at the time was experiencing. Um, her own awakening with the Lord. And so I come back home, I get plugged into uh, New Hope Community Church in Gilroy, and it was there where uh, I got the call of God to my life to be a youth pastor, and I began to get nurtured up in that church. And during that time uh, was when I met my wife, and um, we got married at a young age. She, uh, I was 21, she was 19. Wow. And, yeah, and then I, I ended up... Um, becoming one of the youngest deacons in the church and getting mentored from the pastors there. And in fact, in the book, I put a foreword about them. And because it was at that church, actually where kind of the, the whole concept of this overdating came about, the book, is because we would go to, uh, my wife and I would go to mar- marriage retreats and things like that. And one of the things that the pastor and his wife would always emphasize, you need to have an established one time a week date night. And uh, so we began to implement that. And then the other thing we began to implement was um, the pastors also talked about that they would go away every three months, okay, and go on like a special getaway to Monterey or, or, or something like that. And I actually talked about Monterey and the Fisherman's Grotto in the last chapter of the book, Our Final Destination. Um, and so Ramona, as, you know, being a young married couple and having children. Uh, I think our firstborn came two years after we got married, our daughter, Danielle, and then our son a few years later. You know, marriage and life in general just kind of, uh, you know, takes over, and you kind of start losing that passion 
you know, as, as a couple and you stop doing the things that you initially were doing, obviously when you're courting and dating and things like that, um, and getting to know each other. So, um, first 10 years of marriage, it was kind of like that, like a lot of couples, you know, just ups and downs, rough times. And so in the book, I talk about that, like it's pretty normal for couples to start off really strong. And then, especially if you don't have premarital counseling, you just kind of have to figure it out on your own. So as we're going along and doing marriage, um, you know, I, I started just really, you know, stepping it up and, you know, the Lord was convicting me too. you know, you need to, you need to learn how to be a good husband. You need to learn how to be a good father. So I'm, I'm, I was uh, raised by educators and I love to read and I love to listen. And so I would, I would read tons of different authors, you know, the five love languages, all these (laughs) popular Christian authors and and not even Christian authors, anything I could find on just how to do marriage good, how to be a good father, how to be a good husband. And I think through that education and just being exposed, especially like I said, in a, in a church that was really emphasizing strong uh, relationships I began to uh, just really have a desire to, especially in my latter years now, uh, and going back to school uh, to become a marriage and family therapist. Um, this concept just dropped in my in my um, heart one night when I was sitting at the table with my grandchildren. My children are twenty nine and twenty five now, and I just said, you know, Ramona, I'm like, what couples need to do is they they really need to overdate. And yeah. it just dropped in my heart. I mean, literally. And I'm like, overdate, overdate, overdate. And it just continued to stir. And even prior to that, though, I mean, we we um, we were dating like almost every single day. That's kind of the whole idea of the overdates. Like people would say, like, we see you're everywhere. Like you're in Monterey. You're eating over here. You're going on cruises. You're doing this. And that inspiration was just like, I'm like why can't we have a everyday dating relationship? Yes. Why does, why does it have to wait? Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's kind of where I, then overdate came and then I started saying, you know, people overeat, they overdrink, they overspend, they overwork, but they don't overdate. I'm like, man, that would be a great subtitle for the book overdate. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then everybody's saying, well, write the darn book, write the darn book. <laughs> and, um, and I'm going to school, you know, I'm working two jobs, doing my internship, and I'm telling everybody I'm going to write this book, and I'm telling everybody I'm going to write this book. I know. And, uh, and then I finally, you know, I finally got my license, and, uh, you know, God was so good for that process, was nerve-wracking, and, and uh, it really was the grace of God. You know, I got my license now as a marriage and family therapist, and, and I'm going for my doctoral studies, which I would have never, I was a terrible student, Ramona. I mean, I, I barely... I mean, I don't know how I got through the senior year in high school. Right. You know, went into the military, but you know, now I'm a doctoral student, and I, and I really do like, like you said, I, I really do give God, you know, God all the glory oh, for, for where I'm at now. You know, I so know it's a, it's amazing. It's amazing because um, God will use our journey, and it's almost like we're learning. It's that we're in school to learn from Him, and even though it's hard and difficult and bumpy road. You know, and you hear a lot of stories as a therapist, but if mm-hmm. we would just embrace that journey, there's going to be a learning lesson in it. 
And that learning lesson, whether you have the tools and ability to put it on paper, or maybe you just say, you know what, I'm going to share my story today with someone, um, your testimony sets someone else free. Your victories give someone the opportunity of becoming an overcomer. Yes, yes, that's right. And and that's the powerful thing, which I, I love about being a therapist and working um, you know, I do I do uh, work for Christian counseling centers, but I also have a private practice that isn't a name Christian. So I work with Christians and non-Christians, and it's amazing how um, in those environments, Ramona, how, you know, a word will be said or just a, something that the client says, and that will trigger the ability for me to be able to, whether I overtly say the name of Jesus or I overtly show them the love of God through the language that I'm using, that God always shows up in the room. And that was one of the reasons why I transitioned also from, I still am a pastor, I'm licensed and ordained uh, as a pastor, but my giftedness is really working with couples and individuals. And, you know, God clearly showed me that. And I, and I love, in fact, one of my favorite verses is, um, I become all things unto all men as to win them unto Christ. And so um, that's what I hope for the book Overdate is, even though I don't uh, overtly, you know, you can see the Christian overtones in the book. In fact, in chapter eight, um, I have a uh, chapter called Life is Like a Vapor, right? Here today, gone tomorrow. Oh, yeah. James, right? Oh, yeah. And um, I'm weaving in, you know, I'm, I'm trying to become all things unto all men and to give them, an example of, especially when it comes to these areas of relationships, you know, that we don't have to just be surviving in our relationships. We can be thriving and we can, we can enjoy, um, just like we did in the beginning, you know, when we're, when we first fell in love with our significant other, our partner, our, our husband, our wife, and we can have that every day. I really believe that's true. It's hard work. It's not easy but we can do that. Right. And because life, there's a lot of bumps in the road, you know, and it's like, sometimes I'll tell the youth that I work with, it's like, you know, it's like, what do you think happens when your parents are driving down the road and they get a flat tire and they kind of like, well, we pull over and then we change the tire. And I said, exactly. And then what happens? They're like, well, we put the flat tire away and we get back on the road. Exactly. So, you know, yes. you're going to have these bumps in the road and, and they're going to continue as you do life because there's going to be jobs. There's going to be people that you have to encounter to learn how to work with. There's going to be situations that come up, illness. All these things are a part of our life here on earth. We pray, you know, for heaven to come down to earth. And, and we know that, you know, here right now, we're just do, trying to do life. But yes. sometimes we get flat tires along the way. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And that's another thing, too, that I, the reason why I say that this book is for everyone, it doesn't matter if, you know, if you're just forming a relationship or you're, you've been remarried or you've been divorced. It's like, like I tell couples all the time when they come in, actually, you're going to get a, a, a um, glimpse of one of my next books. I tell them, Ramona, when they come in, after they've told me everything, their heartache, their pain or their struggle. And I'll just say, Ramona, congratulations, you're normal. I don't know if I told you that years ago. But that was kind yeah, of you, my, did. My <laughs> you did. You did. I did, right? So that's actually, that I'm, writing, I'm writing that book right now as we talk. Congratulations, you're normal. Oh, that's so, awesome. And, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is right. You know, bumps in the road. It's like it's the normal. This is normal life. You know, relationships are hard. I mean, that's why the statistics still say 50 to 60 percent of marriages, you know, Christian or not, still end up in divorce. And it's not that we don't have we're not well intentions. It's just that we don't have, as I say, a true north or a compass for people to show us the way. And, you know, that's what you do, Ramona, right? As a teacher, I'm, sh- I'm showing you how to do this. And so um, in Overdate, this is this book was written from 31 years of an imperfect couple figuring it out, getting flat tires, you know, having to change the oil, looking under the hood and going, hey, we're not getting good in this area. <laughs> you know, we're struggling with this. And so, it, you know, when, when you read the book Overdate, you know, I'm hoping and I'm praying that people will be encouraged to say, like, no matter where I've been, no matter how many mistakes I've made, no matter how many successes I've had, I can continue to thrive in my current relationship right now. And I can, we can get better as a couple. We can get better in our relationship. And we can do that by overdating, you know, by, you know, like once again, people overspend, they overwork, they overdrink, they overeat. But do we overdate our, our significant other, you know, the very person, um, you know, we were designed for a relationship, you know, man and woman should not be alone. Do we overdate? Do we put an emphasis on that? And um, I really believe um, that uh, this book can really be life transforming and a help and a healing for couples. And that's my prayer. Oh, yeah. It sounds like wonderful. It sounds like perfect timing. You know, I think that some of the concepts would probably even roll into, like what you said, um, all relationships. Mm. And life is just but a vapor. You know, one day someone's here, the next day they're on their way to work and tragedy Mm. hits. And you Mm. wonder, like, what were the last words I said to that person when Mm. they left the house? And sometimes that causes grief and anguish for the person that's carrying that guilt and shame. Like, you know, I treated them so badly when they left the house. Um, or, you know, I haven't had a chance to tell them how much I love them. If I could just have one more chance, you know, in the idea of overdating, the idea of just being compassionate with, with the people that you have that God is giving you in your life right now. Now, it takes two people to want to do this. And, and sometimes maybe there's a listener out there that has, well, you know, that sounds good. I want to do that, but my partner doesn't, you oh, know, oh. and that can happen. Mm-hmm. That is definitely, and and honestly, that's one of the um, most challenging, sometimes even heartbreaking, you know, s- situations that we're faced with is where one partner wants to make it work and the other partner doesn't want to make it work or doesn't want to put in any effort. And that's where, you know, as you and I would say, the God factor comes in, right? Because... And, and that's where, you know, for me as, as um, a Christian therapist who works with Christians and non-Christians, that's where the God factor comes in. And I see it. I see that challenge because if faith is not um, interjected into the whole relationship, then you're really missing, you know, the main component of the engine. I, I love these engine metaphors, right? You know. Or you know you can't you can't run the car without the gas, right? Right. So you can have you can have a relationship, but if you don't have the gas in the car, you don't have that faith factor. Ultimately, in the end, that's the most important thing. So, uh, like you're saying, so so the most important thing is when one person works and the other person doesn't. It's it's praying for your partner, right? It's 
you know, fast and fear part. It's believing that, that God is going to intervene, you know, in a way, um, you know, and he'll show up. And he does. I've seen him show it up, show up. Sometimes it, it takes longer. Um, sometimes it's, it's the snap of a finger, as I tell people. And uh, I remember uh, Pastor McPhail used to say, you know, people... Uh, people when they come to the Lord, sometimes it's like uh, just like a rush of water that just comes over them, and then sometimes it's like a drip, drip, drip from yep. a faucet, you know, yep, for them yep. to get there. Uh, but that's where you know, and, I, and that's another thing too is that's where I, I believe our walk, not just our talk, and that's kind of what overdating is about too. Once again, it's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you that I love you by doing acts of of kindness and. You know, I have one chapter in the book talks, in fact, it's chapter two, it talks about attention, approval, and support. Yep. The basic human needs, right? We all need attention, approval, and support. And, you know, I talk about, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs and psychology and stuff. But God designed us to be in relationship, and he designed us to be loved in the way that we were designed to be loved. Amen. Most of the time when we get into a relationship, we just know surface-level things about our our partner, but with attention, approval, and support, we can actually learn similar to the love languages, but just more in a simple format. Just, if I know what Ramona gets in the area of attention, approval, and support, well, then Ramona's partner can give her those areas. Right. And so that's, you know, that's that's love in action, right? Because and that's, yeah, that's it's what's difficult. Im- it's difficult when your partner doesn't reciprocate. Right? right. And that's what's important is the love in action, that, that verb of just doing it, you know. Thank you mm-hmm. so much. You know, I want to give you time. How can people get a hold of you and find your book or maybe schedule you for it to, you know, Daniel would love to come and speak at your church or, or, or events and things like that. How can people get a hold of you? They can reach me. I just uh, put a web page up. It's www.overdate.org. Overdate.org. You can be, I can be reached there, and my email is Daniel at Overdate.org. Um, I also, if you just want to find me on Psychology Today, I have a private practice. If you look up Daniel Kenoshita, it's kind of a unique name, Kenoshita. So it's hard, hard <laughs> not to miss that name. So I'm on Psychology Today. I'm also on Christian counseling centers as well. But the, the probably the best way is www.overdate.org. Um, okay. And that, that can be, you know, to get Daniel to come and speak. Maybe you have uh, marriage conferences and things like that. He'd be an excellent person to have as a guest speaker. But, Daniel, you'd be open to someone saying, you know, I need help. Where can I get help? And, and like I said earlier, you know, there's people listening from across the states and outside. And so if they needed that, um, you can email him probably from his web website and maybe he can find you or, or lead you to how you can get help from where you are right now yes absolutely they, uh, once again the best way to do that would be uh, because I do have a private practice I, I am uh, I have a private practice in Gilroy California but if you reach out to me on that website overdate.org uh, I do have an email a section there where you can leave comments and you can you, if you need any help or assistance I'd be happy to lead you and direct you in the in the right way where you can get some help awesome awesome all right well thank you so much i want to give us some time that you could pray over our audience um you know there's probably different people in different situations like you can even imagine because you know doing the work that you do and so i'd love it if you would just bless our audience with a prayer in closing us out absolutely i'd be i'd be honored to do that Let's go ahead and pray a little. Father, we just, we um, humble ourselves out 
before you, Lord, and recognize, Lord, as always, um, without you, we can do absolutely nothing, Lord. Thank you, uh, We're the branches, you are the vine, Lord. I thank you for Ramona, first of all. I thank you for for this this radio show, her podcast, or God, the way that she's reaching people. Thank and you, I just Jesus. pray that you would continue to bless Ramona in ways that she can never imagine. I know you've already done that. So bless Ramona. But I also pray pray for her listeners today. Thank Lord, you, Jesus. I'm hoping that if I said anything that might have rang a bell in their heart or in the area of their relationship, Lord God, I pray that you would uh, touch them and that you would encourage them and that you would strengthen them. Those that are hurting, Lord, and those that are struggling in their uh, even in their personal relationship with you, Lord God, but um, more towards right now in their struggle with their relationship with their partner, with their, with their husband, with their wife, their boyfriend, their girlfriend, their courting, Lord God. I pray that you would give them wisdom and understanding in the situation that they're at right now, that they wouldn't turn to the left or to the right, that they would hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, Lord. I pray that you would encourage them and, and strengthen them, Lord God, and that you would lift them up, Lord God. I pray that you would turn their their tears to, to joy, Lord God, and their sorrow, Lord God, to overwhelming happiness, even in this moment, Lord. I pray that you'd wrap your loving arms around yes, them, Father. and let them know that you'll never leave them, and you'll never forsake them, Lord. And I also thank, thank you, Lord, that no matter what the circumstances are in relationships, Lord God, whether we've uh, been divorced, remarried, Lord, we're single, whatever that is, Lord, any situation and circumstance, there's nothing to too great for you to handle what you said if we speak to that mountain it would move in the name of jesus and we pray that you would move mountains and we know your word says that in all things god works together for good to those who love him so once again lord i thank you for this radio station i thank you for ramona i I bless your audience today thank you jesus hopefully we speak again i pray this in jesus name amen and you know daniel i was thinking as you were praying um there might be someone out there that's single and in that waiting you know and that's a difficult place but you know this would be a really good book for you too because if you prepare yourself so that when you do find, you know, when God does send you that person, your, your soulmate to be married to or, or, you know, that you've been waiting for, you'd be prepared. This would be a really good book for that as well. It's funny you say that, Ramona, because literally I just had someone text message me the other day that is single. And she said, I'm buying this book so that I will be ready when God awesome. sees me. Awesome. Awesome. That's amazing that you said that. Yeah, because that's what I was thinking for myself. Like, you know what? This book is for everybody right now. So. Yes. Yes, it is. It Thank really you. Um, and so the book is the book is there. It's available. You're on Amazon too, right? Is it available on Amazon? That's correct. Yes, yeah. Overdate. An e-book and paperback. Okay. And it's probably going to be coming out in Spanish really soon because we were talking about that. So we're excited about that, too. So God bless you and thank you. Thank you so much, Ramona. It's been great being with you. Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener supported. Blossoms of My Life Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. That's P.O. Box 22731, Bakersfield, California, 93390. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. 
Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.